on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Here is a question for you today. Has Ron DeSantis disappeared? You could be excused for thinking that by looking at recent polling as well. The man who many thought could be the one to finally topple Donald Trump is now starting to look anything but. So what's happened to him? I'm Aaron Young. We're going to find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. All right, so the current go governor of Florida burst onto the national scene after a strong performance in the 2022 midterm elections. Since then, he's been trying to make a name for himself as a legitimate alternative to Donald Trump. Then there's his war on woke. He's picked fights with the Disney Corporation. His anti-gay rhetoric as well is core to his brand. But despite Donald Trump's many recent legal woes, DeSantis has only fallen further and further behind the former president in the polls. To find out what's going on, what it all means. Let's bring in Bruce Wolpe from the U.S. Studies Center. Bruce, where is Ron DeSantis? Uh, this is such an interesting question, Aaron, for exactly the reasons that you cited. He was seen throughout uh, last year, 2022, as the alternative to Trump. In other words, Trump without the baggage. A super smart guy, very effective governor, and then he won a massive victory in the midterm elections, which were so bad for Republicans. Increased his majority, won by 20 points over the Democrat. So he looked like the hero to be. And so we get into this pre-election year, pre year 2023, and what happens? He kind of fizzles. He has all the energy, all the policies, everything that he wants, but he's not connecting with people. And he also seems to have made a calculation. His great strength is pushing culture war buttons like transgender issues, what books are in schools, what parents can do with schools. Um, he, he's pushing his agenda farther to the right to try and, and corner Trump. But it's, it's all failing. But the biggest failing is he's not connecting with voters. So why do you think that is? Why do you think that Trump's outmaneuvering him, given the fact that Trump has been mainly in the news for all the wrong reasons? Or is that the reason why? Do voters, for some reason, identify their challenges with government as those that Trump is facing? And they look at DeSantis as going off and talking about things that aren't crucial to them. No, he, he's talking about things that are crucial to them. He seems to have a charisma deficit. He's just not really, uh, again, connecting with voters when he's on the campaign trail. He's sort of like a cold fish, all brain, no brawn. Uh, and as far as so Trump is like concerned- like uh, Jeb Bush 2.0. I, I remember President Bush. I remember President Cruz. I'm sure you do too, with great affection. Uh, and, and Trump tries to, uh, Trump has cornered the market in saying, either you're with me and saying, this is a political attack on me. Everything that's happened to me is uh, based on the politicization of the Justice Department. Okay, so DeSantis agrees with that, but he is unable to frontally take on Trump. He hasn't done it yet. And again, he's not um, reaching crowds to have support. He is raising money. He's raised a good deal of money over the past couple of months. So he is he's in there and he's potent, but it's, it just seems to be not working right now, which is leading every analyst to say, is Ron DeSantis dead? Yeah, it is a really good question. Where is Ron DeSantis and how is he coping with this? Um, you have a look at the issues that he's focusing on, as you say, kind of trying to get back to those Republican home values, anti-trans, anti-gay. And then you've got Donald Trump, the Republican contender, really the nominee in waiting is so far ahead of everybody else, who's been uh, having to pay a woman uh, over sexual harassment, has been accused, uh, you know, facing court over various things from uh, everything that happened with uh, the, the the prostitute through to, of course, taking those documents, you would think that these are core values, national security and home values. I mean, we talk about where's Ron DeSantis, where's Melania Trump? 
<laughs> I think she's in Mar-a-Lago. But where, as far as DeSantis is, what he has to do, what all of these competitors to Trump have to do, they have to take him on frontally, saying you're unfit to serve. Uh, thank you for everything that you've done. But we have to stop the losing culture we have in the Republican Party. You lost. You lost the House. You lost the Senate. We got to win again. Go with me. Until I see these candidates go frontally against Trump and to, to take him out, they're going to keep losing to him. He has uh, all the charisma. He sucks all the oxygen out of the room. He has all the media attention. He's raising more money than anybody else. So it, that is that is going to be a lot to derail. On the issues, one thing DeSantis has done, this more conservative take, uh, the Supreme Court says no constitutional right to abortion, up to the states. So what does DeSantis do in Florida? A ban on abortions after six weeks, very harsh. It may be good for Republicans, good for evangelicals, but the question is, can you win a national election with a six-week abortion ban? I don't think so. And as you know, in the US, the left versus the right is a term that is often thrown around. And the right often accuse the left of being the ones to push these hot button issues. Is DeSantis essentially, he's culture war commander in chief when it comes to these things. Is that turning off some Republican voters who say, look, we don't really want to deal with a guy who gets into the White House who's going to be trying to wind back um, gay rights, for example. Not that we know that that will definitely happen. But if he goes down that path, that will suck out the national conversation for some time. And when we see that, it impacts the Republicans. Do you think it's that deep or do you think that they literally just don't like this guy? I think you're right, uh, because there is the equivalent of teal voters in the United States, uh, in the suburbs, a lot of women. And I think they're looking at DeSantis and saying, you're not our guy. Uh, but he does have, um, if you went to the US today, you would think that these transgender issues were the number one issue facing the country. It's not. It's the economy. And that ultimately is going to decide the Republican nominee versus President Biden. Uh, but but for now, DeSantis seems to be a painting, painting himself into a corner and b not reaching uh, just not reaching these crowds in Iowa and New Hampshire. He has to win early primaries to really be competitive. He's not there yet, although it is still months away, 200 days before these primaries. You talk about someone tapping Trump on the shoulder and saying, look, you've lost uh, you know, a handful of times now. Um, you've got to get out of the race. Do you really think that's going to happen? I mean, over the weekend, he's headed to Vegas. He's headed to a UFC match, a huge <laughs> roaring reception for him. If Ron DeSantis walked into a room, who would even notice? It's not even tapping him on the shoulder. He's got to punch him in the mouth. I mean, really, that is the only way. That's the headline. <laughs> yeah, you got it. And if you're in Vegas and you're wrestling, well, punch him in the mouth. And, and again, when we see DeSantis finally do this, because he has that's where he has to go, um, then we'll know that we're in a really competitive race. There are early primaries, Iowa, New Hampshire in February and March, uh, in January and February, then all important South Carolina primary later in March. Those three will really decide who is going to be fully competitive to get the nomination and then go against Joe Biden. But you kind of look at the primaries back uh, in the lead up to the 2016 election where Trump stood there and just took the mickey out of everybody on stage from Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush, obviously, you know, as we were discussing before, who was seen as the uh, the leading candidate um, because of the Bush family name. And there was an element of certainty. And Bush spoke about the economy and how tough things were for Americans post the Obama years. It didn't really make any difference. Trump stands there as the big brash New Yorker who has evidence of being able to get things done. 
Is that why he's able to uh, command so much attention because of his track record as a businessman still? Or is it because of uh, just the way he's able to command and dominate the room, uh, a bit like a celebrity contender uh, per se, rather than a party man? How are people falling for it uh, all these years after those primaries back in 2016? And why have the Republican contenders not yet found a way to be able to debunk him? It's everything that you said, plus his record as president over four years, that he kicked over the tables of the establishment in Washington, that he was true to his word. You want tough immigration? I'm your guy. You want tough trade policies? I'm your guy. You want to bring American troops home from overseas? I'm bringing them home. So he delivered on all of the core promises that he made. So he has a movement. That's the difference. Uh, the others have policies. And 70% of Republicans approve of Trump, and he has a high approval rating but, uh, favorable by 70% uh, of Republicans. No one else kind of matches that. <clears throat> and he can really, um, he just uses that. So it's going to take a lot to derail him. And uh, the, the other competitors, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, they haven't found the way to do that yet. But someone has to rise up and really take him off the stage. And uh, that drama is yet to be seen. Or he could take himself off the stage. Could you imagine him whining back and saying, you know what, after everything that's happened the past couple of months, um, it's had a massive impact on my family. You know, I'm not joking when I ask, where's Melania Trump? Obviously, uh, since the stuff that came out about the prostitute uh, earlier this year, she hasn't really been seen. Uh, no, she hasn't. But uh, as a good friend of mine in the United States says, well, she bought the car. So uh, she's in the car and the car is, is going someplace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but she's in the boot. I mean, this is the trouble. She's not in the front seat. She's not in the driver's seat. She's in the boot. We're speaking to Bruce Wolpe from the U.S. Study Center. When we come back, we're going to be talking about where in the world is the president of the United States. That's next.